This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Hour number three. Welcome to the championship rounds of Carlin versus Joe here on ESPN Radio. The big man's out, Ian Fitzsimmons in his stead. I am Joe Fortenball. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. To business. That's what this show's all about, business. No hanky-panky, no fooling around, no horse ragering. Speaking of which, how we doing? Any action? Uh, we've, we've done uh, three races, lost all three. Uh, just a complete 180 from yesterday. But we might get down here on Parks Race 5. I'll let you know. From, from what I understand, double better race, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. One more time? Uh, from what I understand, you double bet a race, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I screwed that up. I got <laughs> caught up in conversation, rushing uh, before Dan Graziano joined us about half an hour ago. Christine Lisi mentioned the Masters. I got distracted. <laughs> I forgot I put a, a trifecta box for a dollar in on Parks Race 4, and I looked down at my pending wages. I'm like, what the hell, man? Oh, I already bet. Son of a – so that was a double whammy. Yeah, it was rough. Now, here's the thing. That was just a win away from being one of the all-time genius moves. Right? right? If it hits. If it hit, you're a genius. I double bet that race. That's how much I loved it. That's how much it. I loved it. <laughs> Instead, we flush $12 down the toilet. <laughs> we shake it off. We move on. SI.com's Albert Breer yesterday reported that the Chicago Bears expect to have a plan in place at the quarterback position by next week at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. So we're getting close, boys and girls. Breer also reports that the Bears, quote, got inquiries from other teams about quarterback Justin Fields at the Senior Bowl. Those inquiries are normal, however. It's part of the due diligence in which every team engages. Now think about that for a moment, and then let's go back in time one week. Bears CEO Kevin Warren had this to say on WGN-TV about Justin Fields. I'm a supporter of Justin, you know, because I got a chance to work with him when I was commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. He is incredibly talented. Uh, He is smart. Uh, He works hard, and uh, he wants to be a great NFL football player. And so now he just needs to make sure that he has the support around him. He's working hard. And then I would love to see him, you know, this offseason, make sure he's totally healthy going into the season next year. And so I just think every year he's going to continually get better. So I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. All right. So maybe we will live in a world in which the Bears hold on to Justin Fields and trade the number one overall pick. To which I ask you, Ian Fitzsimmons, how many teams do you think are going to be burning up the Chicago phone lines trying to get up there so they can take Caleb Williams out of USC? Anybody starting at eight and moving up? Yeah, I mean, any one of those. Think about it, man. Washington at number two. I've I've told you this before, Joe, and I'll say it again. Especially with Kingsbury being there now, who was a senior offensive analyst for USC with Caleb Williams and their quarterback coach. I mean, knows him about as well as anybody. Just to move up one spot – I would move heaven and earth. Here's three ones and three twos. If you want to go draft day, that awful, awful movie <laughs> with Kevin Costner, right? You know, he's, yeah, here, here. I want all my threes and twos back, you pancake eating, you know, water, <laughs> right? So, but you're giving them up to move up one spot. Think about that, man. But that's, that's how remarkable a talent Caleb Williams is. Uh, if you're New England at three, if you're the Giants at six, if you're not making a phone call to see what it would take, you're not doing your job. You damn sure aren't doing due diligence. I, I, I told you this before, and I'll say it again. I talked to the same four NFL scouts before every single game that I do and Jim Nagy. So you're talking about five brilliant football minds because I don't know a damn thing. I got to cheat. 
And <laughs> they all invoked the same name when I asked them about Caleb Williams. We had him twice this year on, on ESPN Radio with Kesty and Kelly Stoffer. Also had him twice last year. So we, I've seen him in person. And they all, every single one of them invoked the name Andrew Luck when talking about Caleb Williams. That is a high bar High right praise, there. man. You're talking about one of the most talented quarterbacks coming out of college and hit with the Colts. He just finally burned out, couldn't stay healthy, and he said, you know what, I'm done. But the talent and the dedication in the film room, doing, I mean, studying every single aspect, and he damn sure doesn't ignore leg day, man. I told you earlier, he can stack books on this dude's calves. <laughs> he is a machine. So if you're not making a phone call, you are doing your not just your fan base, but your own front office and your own team a major disservice. If you're the Falcons at eight, the Giants at six, the Commanders uh, right there behind them, I would do anything I had to to make the Chicago Bears trade me that number one overall pick to get Caleb Williams. I, I look at some of these teams and I think, why not? The first one that comes to mind, the Raiders at 13. The Raiders have been irrelevant for so long. The only time you talk about them is when there's drama or scandal or a problem. You never talk about them in a winning context because they don't win. 21 seasons since their last playoff win. 21. It was the AFC Championship game over Tennessee with Rich Gannon at quarterback. I mean, I love Rich Gannon. University of Delaware. Rich Gannon was old back then. I mean, think about this. They made the Cowboys look good. 21 seasons they make the Cowboys look good. Miami, it's been 23 seasons since a playoff win. The only team with a longer drought. Why would you not give it all up to go get this kid and reboot the franchise? Well, the counterpoint to that is always, you can't give up that many picks. You just don't know. Well, let's go back and look at a recent example of teams getting aggressive to move up the board. Two teams did it in 2016. All right, the Rams were at pick number 15. Keep in mind the Raiders are at 13 right now. The Rams are at pick number 15 in 2016. They gave up two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and two third-rounders to go up to number one so they could draft Jared Goff. Guess what happened? They won a Super Bowl without Jared Goff. They missed on the pick, traded the guy away, and still won a Super Bowl. That same year, the Philadelphia Eagles were at number eight. They gave up two first-round picks, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick to move up to number two and take Carson Wentz. They won a Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. These are two teams that gave up a boatload of picks to move up in the draft, miss on the quarterback they targeted, and still went on to win a Super Bowl in a very short period of time. They both also went to a second Super Bowl. In the Rams' case, that was the one they won. They had lost before that with Goff, and the Eagles just lost one last year. It didn't hurt the franchise at all. Meanwhile, look at the teams they traded with. The Rams went all the way up to one. They traded with Tennessee. Tennessee hasn't done jack since then. The Eagles went up to number two. They traded with Cleveland. Cleveland hasn't done jack since then. Since 2016, those two teams are a combined four and six in the postseason. So, yeah, if your people think Caleb Williams is, quote, generational, go get him. Go get him. Yep. Go do something. Now, and here's the other thing if you're Chicago, right? If you don't want to, if, 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 even if you do trade it, you still have Justin Fields, so you don't know exactly, right? Uh, some people aren't real keen on Justin Fields right now. I still am. He just, he just holds on to the ball too long. But that, that offensive line was a sieve, didn't have a whole lot around him. Let's, let's just be brutally honest. But if you do trade – the Bears can do two things. You can still trade the number one overall, right? 
get a haul for him. Like you just mentioned all of that and not even going up all the way to number one. So even if you're the commanders at two, yeah, I'm giving away three, three ones and three twos to just go move up one spot. Now, if you're the Bears, are you shipping Justin Fields out for even more draft, uh, draft capital? Maybe, a, I don't know, a, a second rounder and a third? Possibly, because you still have Drake May and Jaden Daniels sitting right there. So it's not just about Caleb Williams. Drake May out of UNC is a remarkable talent, and Jaden uh, Daniels is as well. That dude just took home the Heisman and, and broke records at Burrow had set at LSU. That's how talented Jaden Daniels is. Speaking of Justin Fields, by the way, the latest on him and the Bears, uh, I'm sure you're going to love this. He is no longer, this is Justin Fields, no longer following the Bears on Instagram. However, he is following Falcons running back Bijan Robinson, Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts, and Falcons wide receiver Drake London. How do you... uh, What are we, teenagers? What do you make of that? We, we, we breaking up with girlfriends or This whatnot? is what we do now. We stop following I you on this. social media. This is, You're not a fan of this? Kyler Murray did it, you know, with the Arizona Cardinals. We've seen uh, so many, you know, professional athletes do this. What What is it? Russell, you know, Russ Wilson did it with the Seahawks. I mean, what are we doing? We're, you're, you're grown men. You're not teenage boys, right? You just broke <laughs> up with Elizabeth, you know, and passed her a note in ninth grade. Here right? comes the old man yelling at the cloud. No, you didn't. Get out of here, cloud. What, what, what purpose does this serve? It gets them going. It gets people like us talking about it. It gets local media talking about it. It puts pressure on the organization. Does it? I would imagine the the organization has to sit there and think to themselves, what's going on? Why isn't he following us on Instagram? If if that question is actually being brought up in any front office, whichever general manager, whatever scout, whatever CEO, whatever team president, whatever coach brings that up, fire them. Wasn't this just a new you're way? You're talking about a Justin Fields. Oh, our quarterback didn't follow, uh, unfollowed us on Instagram. What do we do? Isn't it possibly what? just the modern way of leaking your discontent with a local beat writer who would write about it in the news? Hearing from sources, Justin Fields not happy with the Chicago why, why Bears don't you front just office. Why say that? I'm not happy right now. and Because you, know, well, you don't I, want to be labeled a malcontent. Stop. So, oh, you, so, so, oh, this is a better route? I, this is a route. I didn't say better route. I said it is a route. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. It is a route. You know how when you plug in an address in uh, Apple Maps and it gives you like three routes? Right. There's yes. a route in there that's lousy. It's a route, nonetheless. But I'll tell you what, if that is being brought up, that's like going against ways. You just don't do it. <laughs> Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Joe Fornball. The NBA second half starts Thursday, and we've got two title contenders who have a ton still to prove. That's next. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. boys and girls welcome to a little segment we call either neither or both i guess you could also call it either neither or both Fitzsimmons, uh, what do you think what would you go with either neither i'm, I'm not an aunt guy i'm an ant guy right i mean when you know so it's uh we can go down a deep dive here man when it comes to pronunciation so yeah i'm either neither like nevada or nevada i know they say nevada out there where you used to live right yeah. i say nevada yeah it's nevada you got to say it the way the locals say it it's like one thing I always hear that makes me cringe because I spent a few years there, when you hear someone say San Fran, there's nothing that gets the Bay Area more worked up than when you call it San Fran. You can Dallas. call it Frisco, you can't call it San Fran. Anyone says the Big D, no one in Dallas calls it the Big D. No one. No they one in Dallas is like, it. where do you live? I live in Big D. No, never. <laughs> Dallas. Yes, to your point. All right, NBA edition of either, neither, or both. Here's how it works. We present a couple options with a question, and we have to answer whether either, neither, or both satisfy the answer. We'll just give you the example, and we'll start, and you'll be able to figure it out from there because I think that description was pretty lousy. I actually kind of followed it, but I know where we were going. Yeah, but you knew what we were doing here. All right, either, neither, or both. The Oklahoma City Thunder and or the Minnesota Timberwolves to make a run to the Western Conference Finals? Either, neither, or both? I, so, I, I truly want to say both, but there's that team called the Denver Nuggets that have kind of been you know, scuffling a bit to, with pitchers and catchers reporting. We'll go ahead and use a baseball term. There we go. Um, but they'll, they'll, the Nuggets, there's zero doubt in my mind they're going to get that mojo back. So I'm going to go either, and I'm going to go with Minnesota. If Minnesota was called the L.A. Lakers and they won four straight going into the All-Star break and had the number the best record in the West, what would their odds be on ESPN bet right now to forget just get to the Western Conference Finals that we're talking about, but to win it all? I'm going to guess, Joe, it'd be around 3-1? to one? No doubt. No doubt. What, what's Minnesota right now? 25-1. to one. Get that, that. When you told me that in our pre-show meeting, I damn near had a coronary. Okay. And, and you know I went and put a futures wager down on the Ant-Man, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, and the boys to get to the Western Conference Finals. So think of it like this. We're going to do this today, ESPN Bet Live, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN 2. We're going to play this game, Blind Resume. So I'm going to give you a it. little sampler. Blind Resume, I'm going to give you two teams. Option A a winning percentage of 685. Option B, a winning percentage of 600. Team A is 16 and 11 on the road. Team B is 15 and 11 on the road. So inferior in both categories so far. 
Team A, fourth in offensive rating, fourth in defensive rating. Team B, ninth in offensive rating, 14th in defensive rating. Team A's title odds are 25 to 1. Team B's title odds are 15 to 1. That's Both. a big difference. Yeah, that's the difference. Can I take a guess on, on the resume? Sure. I'm going to go, you're talking about, okay, no, I'm, you're, you're talking about Minnesota and Phoenix. I'm talking about OKC and Phoenix. It's close. But think about that. All four categories. Oklahoma That's City amazing. has a better winning percentage than Phoenix. They have a better road record than Phoenix. They have a better offensive rating. They have a much better defensive rating. They're 25 to 1 to win the title. Phoenix is 15 to 1. If you flip them, Phoenix is probably 4 to 1 to win the championship. Just like you said, Minnesota and the Lakers, if you flip them, they're both 25 to 1 right now. If the Lakers have Minnesota's resume, they're like plus 220 to win the whole thing. Everyone's going nuts. That's where you find the value. So I agree with you. I don't think it can be both. To see Minnesota and OKC in the Western Conference Final would be crazy. Someone is going to come up short because they're two younger teams that lack playoff experience or at least really robust playoff experience. But I'd say one of them gets there. I'd say one of them gets there. Remember something. Just because something hasn't happened doesn't mean it can't happen. What you're going to start seeing now, Joe, is that fringe basketball fan really starting to lock in on college hoop and the NBA because the NFL is now done. We are, I mean, it's 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 well in our rearview mirror now. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, like people are going to look up and go, "Damn, Minnesota has the best record in the West, and and, and OKC is is only a game back in the loss column for the best conference for the best record in the West." That's. You get people going right now, going, wait, what? Is that is that right? What about that Denver dude with, with the with the big guy who's a mouth breather and warm ups? He's saying triple doubles on you every single night, and he looks exhausted in in his sweats. Yeah, that he they're sitting there right now with, as a four seed in the West. So these two teams are remarkably talented, but because they have not had that star appeal for a long period of time, they are twenty five to one just to get to, just to. Survive in advance out of the West, and I'm with you. I'm going with a either, and I'm going with Minnesota. Keep something in mind. In today's modern version of the NBA, offense is your floor, okay? Everybody can score now. The question is, who can get stops? In the last 25 years, 50 teams have played for the NBA championship, right? 25 years, two teams in the finals per year. Of those 50 teams, 40 of those teams ranked in the top 10 in defensive efficiency. You've got to play wow. defense if you are going to win a championship. By the way, Minnesota, number one in the NBA in defensive efficiency. Oklahoma City, number four in the NBA in defensive efficiency. Either, neither, or both continues to the Eastern Conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers and or the New York Knicks to make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Either, neither, or both. <sighs> to say neither would mean, or to say both would mean Boston doesn't make it, which is... Shocking to think with the way they're playing. That's already out. And I I think Cleveland is remarkably underrated. Really? 25-1 to as well to win the title. I mean, they've won nine of their last 10. What, like 17 of their their last 18? It's crazy. 18 of 20, something like that. They've been on red hot. Don't quote me, but it's something like that. Donovan Mitchell's averaging, what, 27-28 a game does not get talked about nearly enough. He doesn't even want to be there. Everyone's convinced he wants to. He's going to be out after this year. And he's just hanging game after game on people. It doesn't matter who they're playing. So I'm going to go 
either, and I'm going to go with Cleveland playing Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. If I had to bet it, that would be my wager. Cleveland is very interesting because last year in the postseason, they suffered from what I like to call low T. Not low testosterone. Go get checked if you're over a certain age. They suffer from low toughness. Why are you looking at me like that? I was, you know, I mean, you know why. <laughs> you know. You know. It's, 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 you know. <laughs> Last time I went and saw my doctor, he was talking to me about testosterone. I'm like, don't, worry, don't you worry about me, pal. And then I thought about it. I'm like, what would lead me to believe that I know more than he does? Right. I have no evidence. I've that got nothing to believe doctor. that I can say that to him. Right. I'm a handicapper. <laughs> I've handicapped my T, and it's quite right. high. Okay? But, but hey, am I nuts, though? Because you still have Milwaukee out there, and, you, and part of me has this feeling that Doc is going to figure it out somehow. Give him time. With Give them time. We, and Dame. We cannot write them off. There Give them go. time. That's We are too impatient with everything. Remember, a lot of us, myself included, wrote off the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Okay? My hands up. Milwaukee's got a lot of talent. Rivers might not be a guy who performs well when they get to the postseason, but I got a feeling there's going to be a better version of the Bucks coming down the line. They are too good to not get this thing at least organized to a point where they can be formidable out. But I'd say one of them gets there. The thing with Cleveland, though, I thought that playoff series against the Knicks in the first round last year was going to be the best playoff series of all of them. Cleveland had no toughness whatsoever. They got pushed up and down that court. They have, if they come back tougher and they've learned from that, they're going to be a hard out. If they haven't learned from that, it's another first-round exit. Either, neither, or both. Warriors and or Lakers to get out of the play-in tournament. Whew. Got to figure one of them's in the real playoffs, right? We're going to have a playoff with no Steph Curry and no LeBron James? That's why you have to play in. Hey, Miami was a play-in and ended up in the conference finals last year. Wild how that played out. So, now they had to get a little lucky. But, hey, man, what, what, find me a team that doesn't have to have that, you know, en route to forget, you know, the, the finals, but even get, getting to the conference finals. I'm going to go either. Either? Yeah. One and of them's got to had to, just on, just because of the star appeal alone and the talent with Curry and LeBron, you have to figure one of those guys is going to will their team out of play-in and into, you know, a higher seat for the normal playoffs. Carlin versus Joe is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. While everyone was caught up talking about LeBron James and his future last week, you may have missed what, oh, how about this? You were just talking about him. What Steph Curry had to say about his future. That's next. Carlin versus Joe. Ian Fitzsimmons, Joe Fortenball on ESPN Radio, including on TuneIn. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What we were doing was not working. People uniformly were critical of last year's All-Star game and felt it was not a competitive game. I don't know if we watched basketball, but it was an exhibition as the East wins it 211 to 186. This is the ultimate indictment against the NBA stars who show up on NBA All-Star Weekend. You play harder in the summer league when you train it. And we know if money was on the line, you'd be given more effort, even though you're already getting paid hand over foot. So that was the big story coming off the All-Star game Sunday night. Wasn't about the game, wasn't about the MVP, wasn't about all the talent on the court. It was simply about the fact that all the talent on the court didn't really want to play. And close to 400 points were scored in a game that had very little interest and a game that at one point used to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Early aughts, Iverson, Shaq, Kobe, those guys, first half was for show. Try out your dunks, your alley-oops. Shaq would run point, try to cross people over. It was hilarious. And then the second half was the game. They'd play competitive. That was the arrangement we all had with one another, and everyone was happy. This generation of NBA player, they don't want to do that. Fine. So be it. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. So because everyone was focused on that, we missed some of the post-game interviews and the nuggets that surfaced from key players who were asked very important questions. Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors was asked one of those important questions, as my voice cracks like I'm 17 years old. (laughs) Basically, we spent a week talking about LeBron, his future, retirement, and whether or not he wanted to be traded. Someone asked Steph what his future holds. Take a listen. Think about it all the time. Uh, But the thoughts stop because you got to get ready for the next game. And, you know, there's a routine and a... A cycle that goes that you you embrace the now and uh, eventually you'll get to a point where you'll wake up and whatever your body's telling you whatever your mind's telling you is time but I don't think I'm anywhere close to that that's good to hear that he thinks about retirement all the time but body mind not anywhere close to that at least in his current assessment they say when fighters start talking about retirement, that's when you're, you know it's tired. over. Yeah, you're but tired. in the NBA, I hope it's a little bit different as it pertains to Steph Curry because I'm not ready to stop watching him yet. Uh, and football players, too. I think any collision sport, any violent sport yeah. that is violent at its core, the moment any one of those athletes starts thinking about retirement, you're retired. It's over. Except for one. And I'll never forget, when I, when I asked Joey Galloway years ago when he was a Dallas Cowboy. He'd already been a Seattle Seahawk, traded to the Cowboys and the Bucks, and then I think he finished his career with the Patriots. I asked him when he was with the Cowboys, still in his prime, right? And I said, how, when do you start like really planning and thinking about hanging him up? He goes, the moment I was drafted. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. He was already planning for life after football. Yeah financially, physically, mentally, all of it. And that's why Joey Galloway, I mean, he could have been a great lawyer, a politician. I mean, anything that dude wanted to do, just a, a, a wicked, smart human and a brutally honest answer. The moment he got drafted, he was already thinking about and planning for retirement. So when I, when I saw this from Steph Curry in our pre-show meeting, it didn't surprise me. I think all the great ones are already thinking about retiring at some, at some point, especially in the NBA, right, where – you know, and he's been doing it, what is he, 35 now? 
Steph Curry, I brought this up and had it in front of me, and then I started Google yeah, searching I think random he's 35, things. He but anyway, turns 36 March 14th. There you go. Man, every now and then we get one right. There we go. And, and if anyone's surprised, they're going, oh, my God, he's thinking about retirement. If he's not, he's being irresponsible to his wife and kids also and to himself. But you heard at the end there, not even close to that point right now, but just him contemplating it, sure. I mean, I think a lot of the great ones do. It's not the same. I think about retirement every day. It is not the same. I think about it every day. Dude, I played the Powerball <laughs> last night, and I haven't checked my tickets. And I'm telling you, if I, if I, right now, if I go check my tickets and I hit it, you're going to hear dead air on the other end of this, of this microphone. I was going to say, over. I've thought about this. If you hit the jackpot, would you even give the two weeks notice and like do the company that, that service of saying, look, I know I'm leaving you all high and dry, but I'm going to give you at least two weeks, but I'm out of here, and I'm sure you understand. Would you even do that? Well, the other part is I don't want anybody to know I hit the Powerball. So I guess I really couldn't do That's that. That's very important. Good in theory. I already have my LLC name uh, all, all in place. I mean, I, I'm, I'm ready, dude. I mean, when, when, not if I hit it, when So it's just I a matter it. of hitting it. It's just a matter of one in 600 million, you know, that, yeah. That but you I'm didn't answer the question. Guy. Would you give them the two weeks? Would you work? Yeah, I would. Really? Because I don't want anyone knowing that I hit it. But, I'm not, but I'll tell you this. I will still work games. Uh, the, the, the juice of being on the, on a football sideline, I'm never giving that up. I'd imagine the insights we're right getting now? aren't going to be razor sharp, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let's go down to Fitzsimmons, who's somehow got his shirt off and a beer in his hand. We, Ian, what's going the on? Yeah. here at LSU. Ian, what, uh, what do you got for us on the Alabama sideline? I'm not even there anymore. I'm in the, we're, we got a beer snake going up here in the student section. We used to okay. talk about this all the time when I worked on the morning show. We have a producer here who has said if they hit the lottery, they're going to show up to work as long as they can without doing anything and see how long it takes for them to get fired. That's like genius. literally do nothing? Literally show up and see how little they can do. Like literally do nothing and see how long they'd last here without doing an ounce of work. Was that Drew Brooks? I'm just kidding. <laughs> how long do you think they, they would be able to go? How long do you think it would last? At least a couple months. I don't find what? that at Come all on. possible. Yes. The the people on that show, the hosts on that show would realize very quickly nothing was going on. I think on. it would take a while. That's an indictment of us, by the way. That's a real indictment. Not of this show, but whatever show is 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 thinking like that. So uh, now we now we now we've taken a deep dive off the off the interstate here with Steph Curry talking, saying he he thinks about retirement. This all is the where time. this show is at its best. Yeah, at, without a doubt. So what would you do, Joe, if you were to go ahead? You got Steph Curry money, right? You're in. You've hit the Powerball, which I think is around 330 million right now. You get about 50 percent of that. You're retiring. You're good to go. So what would you do? Are, are you showing up to work the next day? Are you giving the two weeks? Are you going six months to make sure nobody knows that you hit it? Okay. That's, that's important. That's an interesting point because I don't like people reaching out to me now. So having lots of money and people knowing it, I could only imagine what would happen to oh, my life. Brutal. It would be a disaster. So I would need to do this in a very clandestine way. That said, there's no way I'm coming in here for like six months to a year. I would be completely checked out. So I would probably have to figure out an exit strategy where I, I don't know, I'd probably, you can't blame someone's health because then you put bad mojo out there. I'd probably turn it around. I'd blame the company for treating me poorly. I'd, I'd do the woe is me. I, you know what? Maybe I'd just get myself fired. I go on some political rant on Twitter, get myself fired. That way everyone would go, man, what an awful story. I'm not reaching out to him. Boy, it's he's toxic. Make myself toxic so no one wants to reach out. My next step would be immediately delete all social media. I would never look at it ever again. I'd take the wife. I'd take the kids. I'd move to Jackson Hole or Missoula or somewhere like that. Oh, get a nice spread. We'd all change our last names. 
and then we just uh, go ahead and live. Before we live the dream. Show up at the stagecoach every Sunday for yeah. church right there in Wilson, Wyoming. Yeah, I got you, man. Yeah. I've been there, done it. That's it. it. I would get myself, I would go on a political rant to get myself fired so that no one would want to talk to me. And there I'd, I'd kill two birds with one stone. Company would send me packing. I'd tell them, you know what? I'm not going to file a lawsuit. Don't worry. Nobody, nobody is trying to come at you because they think no you're one. broke. I'm, I'm toxic. They don't want to reach out. Then it's like, hey, man. Oh, thanks for reaching out. I knew I had a friend. I'm just so misunderstood. Could you put in a call for me? You got a couch. My wife kicked me out. No one's going to want to deal with that. It's a perfect move. And you're not dealing with all the people always asking you for tickets. Exactly. Nonstop. And then asking you where is the ticket. As Carlin said, and Chris Carlin has the best answer to that question. It's in the free section. Yeah, it's in the free section. Uh, just absolute genius on That's his the part. Play. Yours is a very dark way. I mean, very dark. I mean, you got to destroy your reputation. To, right? <laughs> you you have to mean. destroy your reputation yeah. to get what you want. Are you telling the wife and kids and mom and dad like of, of your plan? Because now you're now you're you're risking a bit of a leak with the ball club. Yeah, the last thing you want to do though is like play out the contract and come in every day for how long and put in a good effort. That's so much work. I would I'd be so checked <sighs> when you're sitting on 150 mil waiting on you. Yeah, it's deuces. Retiring. I'm not doing any of it. It's just deuces. See, everyone, I'm out of here. You are so full. What happened I'm to that like, guy? Don't worry about it. It just took a moment to, get, to, to bring worry it all about back, it. and now Ford yeah. and Ball shows what back What are you up. doing? You're There's so, the real So Joe. you're still going to work the sidelines? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oof. Everyone down there trying to get your, your money for NIL. They're going to want know. you funding NIL. No, no, no one's going to know that I hit it. I'm, I'm still grinding and working. I just had to take a pay cut. Oh, yeah, when that Rolls-Royce shows up to the media parking lot, no one's going to know? You think I would drive a Rolls-Royce? I'd dodge a beautiful Dodge Ram Laramie 15 Hundo. Come on, man. Well, then what, what's the point of having all the money? I'm going to have a house like in Park City or right there in Wilson, <laughs> Wyoming. I'm checking out, Shows baby. up with like a mink coat. I'm not, li- I'm not living in the concrete jungle anymore. I'm t- I promise you that. <laughs> all right. So uh, back to the point of Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, he's thinking about retiring. Whatever, Steph. Go. Do you? You don't have to burn your reputation on the way out the door. Right. You've already. He's good. Don't follow any of this advice. I'm sure he'll do it in he's a much sad. classy manner. The idea of actually doing it the right way never even crossed my mind. Like, just my, if my dad were listening to this, he'd be like, You got to be kidding me. What are the chances I'm not here in four minutes? This guy's first three options for retirement, none of them involved doing anything ethical. It was all just, uh, just I'll go on some political rant. I'll get no, myself no, fired. Nobody's <laughs> saying anything about giving something to charity. Right. That didn't come Which up. Which I would. You know, I'd, I'd probably be the same guy. I'd be humble. You know, you got to keep working. Nope. See ya. Mike Tannenbaum has been trending. Oh, he's been for, working. Oh, he's been working. Tannenbaum has had some very interesting <laughs> trade proposals on Get Up this week. Very interesting. He's not the only one, though, making some wild predictions for this offseason. We're going to have those for you next. Carlin versus Joe with Ian Fitzsimmons right here on ESPN Radio. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Pizza Money Special Guest Edition. Ian Fitzsimmons in for Chris Carlin today. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. So why not let the special guest fire away on a pizza money? What do we have tonight? Well, we call it Bet to Your Hands, Blee, with Amber and I oh, yeah. on, on the old nighttime show. It's, uh, we are 53-28-2 against a proverbial number Whoa. going back to late August when football season started. That is so, fantastic. Don't, don't – 
What's that record again? 53-28-2 against the number. Oh, my God. Even throwing a couple of hockey, uh, hockey picks in there every now and then. Sure, whatever. Highlight, you name it. You guys are cooking. Hey, so three college basketball plays. I know you like one of them. Uh, give me Creighton against top-ranked UConn. UConn comes in unanimous, number one team, first time all season long, and they are only a three-point favorite over Creighton. Three-point. Dude, um, forget X's and O's, rhyme or reason. Vegas is begging you to take UConn. What do we do here? We go the other way. We're contrarians. Give me the Blue Jays of Creighton taking the points against UConn. Can't also- trick us, Vegas. Can't trick <laughs> us. <laughs> also like BYU minus four and a half at home against 11th ranked Baylor. Same reason we just gave you for Creighton. Apply here to BYU, and I'll take Texas Tech. Minus five and a half. Coach Mack squad, they are tough at home in front of the Tortilla Heads. It will be rocking over in Lubbock. Three games, Creighton, BYU, and the Red Raiders. The Tortillas will be flying over at Texas Tech. I like it. Completely agree with Creighton tonight. I'd play him plus the three. UConn's won 14 straight. They just smashed Marquette over the weekend. Everybody's talking about back-to-back championships. Everyone's talking about this team better being better than last year's version. Too much. That's too much. A lot of noise. Everyone agrees. It's never good when everybody agrees. Come on. So I would say Crane's a good play there. They got together um, not too long ago. UConn smashed them up pretty good. Creighton couldn't hit a shot in that game. At home tonight, catching three. Two teams that are top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Home crowd's going to help us get it done. I'd also look to Utah State over San Diego State tonight. Great spot for the Aggies at home. Aggies have been fantastic at home this season. Great spot for them. To the National Football League we go. Big day in the NFL. Franchise and transition tags start today. They last through Tuesday, March 5th. So starting today, teams can place the franchise tag on their players, right? Transition tag on their players. They have until March 5th to do so. According to Adam Schefter, some of the key names and teams to keep an eye on, Giants running back Saquon Barkley, Panthers outside linebacker Brian Burns, Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson, Bucks quarterback Baker Mayfield. This goes on and on and on. Where it gets interesting are two names that didn't make the list. Defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans. Why? To franchise tag them based on what they've been making and all the machinations of the salary cap. It would be extraordinarily expensive. Mike Evans' franchise tag number would be $28.4 million. It's a lot for the wide receiver position. Chris Jones's number would be $32 million. So seeing as how those two are unlikely to be franchise tag, Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, was on Get Up this morning and suggested this. If the Bucs can't lock him up and he does commit to going elsewhere, the Kansas City Chiefs should absolutely be pursuing Mike Evans. I understand the dynasty that is the Chiefs. I talked about how they can morph into many different things. But we should not forget the middle of the season. We should not forget the league-leading number of drops that the Chiefs faced. I don't know that it is sustainable to do what they did in this postseason. They've got to go get weapons, and Mike Evans should be absolutely... At the top of their list, he would be a game changer for Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Jeff, what would not be sustainable in that scenario is their salary cap. they got to take care of Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed. Oh, by the way, their left tackle, Donovan Smith, before we get to Mike Evans. But think about it. I would rather fit. Mike Evans than Chris yeah. Jones. I would rather really? Mike Evans Whoa. in this offense than Chris Jones on this defense. 
Ian Fitzsimmons, your thoughts. Mike Evans upgrading the wide receiver unit, but you'd lose Chris Jones in the process. No shot. I'm doing that. No shot. Not even indulging. If I'm Chris Jones' agent, I am already – I've already – past tense, I have been talking to Brett Veach and anybody that will listen to me in the front office about locking this thing up. But if I'm Veach, you haven't heard from Jones' – Agent, because he loves being there. He talked about it. We're going to run this thing back. Three Pete, man. Why? Because it's a challenge and it's hard. But if I'm Veach, uh, we've already had those conversations also, both ways. Uh, both parties want Chris Jones to stay there. When that happens, you got a heck of a chance of making it work. Now, you can't tag him, but I'm, but I'm, I'm finding a way to pay that dude his money. You got lucky with him last year. Remember, week one, he's holding out against the Lions. Where was he? He was in a suite at Arrowhead, <laughs> rooting on his teammates, man. I mean, a dude wants to be there and continue this run and try and go for something that's never been done before. No way. Uh, Mike Evans needs to stay in Tampa after they pay Baker Mayfield. Tampa pay Mike Evans. He's never not had a 1,000-yard receiving season in his entire career over a decade plus. And if you're KC, there is no way in football hell that I'm letting Chris Jones off my football team. This is not an original idea, but what about the idea of Mike Evans to Buffalo if Stephon Diggs is no longer with the Bills next season? Because Josh Allen's going to need another weapon. And it doesn't it feel like Diggs is looking for a change of scenery and maybe the Bills are looking for a change it's, of scenery? It's felt like that for a while. At yeah, some point, it's, there's, there's, there's too many problems. And I'll tell you what, you can't cause that many problems and then drop that pass against Kansas City. No can't doubt. happen. Got to no make doubt. that play. You want to cause problems, you got to be the guy that makes the plays. If you're not making plays and you're causing problems and you're upset and your brother's talking about how it's not working with Josh Allen and then like you say you want to stay there, it's just a distraction, man. If you don't like it, say it. Move on. It's all good. It happens all the time in pro sports. But if it's a distraction and you're not making plays, everybody's got to move on. Don't you see Mike, though, staying in Tampa, especially after it Baker? It feels like it. Yeah, if I'm Tampa. He feels like Tampa Bay. Like, how do you let that guy yeah. go? If he's not going to stay around, what are we doing? If you pay Baker first to show Mike Evans, look, this dude fed you the football. He played really well. I'm paying him, you know, tier one, tier two type money, meaning Baker. And then that's when you go to Mike going, look, we locked up your quarterback that you love. Now we take care of you. You're staying in Tampa. Chris Jones not back with Kansas City. No shot. I, I, I got to be honest, if I were any other team, I would be very wary about, about shelling out big bucks. It, it's not necess- it, I don't want to knock him, but what I want to say is he obviously loves Kansas City. He's made it very clear he would like to stay there. If they somehow don't get a deal done, it almost feels like that would be the, okay, I'm going to go cash in for whatever I can get but my days of chasing Super Bowls are done. I'm not with the dynasty anymore, so I'm just going to get paid and ride it out. And it feels like you might not end up getting the very best of it. Maybe I'm off base, but that just feels like that could cost a lot of money for someone who's already achieved so much in his career. Is he going to come in? Is he still ultra hungry? Like, I know he's hungry for the dynasty to continue, but is he hungry to win elsewhere? This is coming from the guy who said if he hit the Powerball, he wants to be toxic and try and get fired. Yeah, I would try to get fired. No one would ever want to reach out. (laughs) So I look for the worst in everybody. Maybe Chris Jones is looking to mail it in. Triple H's ESPN. You kill me. <laughs> what a prince. It's been a, it's been a blast the last two days. Thanks so much for filling in. Always, brother. Always, man. Enjoyed it. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. We'll leave it to you. Chris Jones or Mike Evans. Who would you rather have in Kansas City? Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. 
You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin versus Joe podcast.